The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is none other than John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How you doing, man? Hey, doing real good, man. How are you this week? Good. That was a fun Monday session, eh? Oh, yeah. I love that. we got to do more of those live sessions. Totally. And it was great to get some uh, some inquiries, you know, a few good questions in there. But, you know, I think we should, we should figure out some way to get more. And actually, uh, one idea I had, I just talked to Brasco about, was... Um, if uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of you guys who are listening to this, uh, just download it. So what we were thinking is if you would like to send us questions by email, um, I mean, we do have a Facebook site, which we always recommend you use. But um, if you wanted to send it by email, which is short, quick, easy, send it to uh, brasco at webmasterradio.fm. And brasco is spelled B-R-A-S-C-O at webmasterradio.fm and uh, he'll get those and, and pass them on to us and we'll we'll try and cover them on our shows. I think it'd be a great way to do it. Yeah, and if any of you are out there are following me or Ross, I think on our personal social sites, Twitter, Facebook, uh, it's okay. You can hit me up directly if you want as well. I don't know about you, Ross, but feel free to reach out to me directly. Totally. Yeah, I agree. I'm, you know, I, uh, occasionally I'll listen. No, not. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great to do that. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I figure email might be a good quick, you forget about it, you're done, you know, it's already off sent. And then you can just catch your, your name mentioned and your question mentioned, uh, question and answer on the next show. That'd be yeah, kind of cool. Definitely. So for the last show, <laughs> you know, we're, we're told that this people are listening to the show, but uh, like our local radio station, they always say they got seven listeners. Um, <laughs> hey, I didn't know. That's one more than ours. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't know. So Prasca and I said, well, let's 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 put together a list of questions, and we did. And um, well, uh, we thought we might as well go through them today. So John, let's 
let's go through some. Do you want to take one of the fun ones? I, I, I for, so everyone knows I took a few and I thought, oh, these are just too funny. We have to ask these questions of ourselves. So there are here's, here's my favorite one. And, and I love seeing this on like SEO websites when they're talking about this. And I immediately know that's someone I'm not going to recommend because they talk about submitting your websites to get rankings. And they say, we'll submit your site to, you know, 500,000 search engines. And how, how can we possibly optimize for all of them? Um, so what do, you, what do you think, Ross? How would you optimize for 500,000 search engines? Wow. I think you'd need a big SEO team. Just yes. thousands. Yeah, that'd be pretty important. <laughs> So, so well, wouldn't you have to build a site for each search engine? Definitely, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Or at least a page. It has to have a landing page for each. <laughs> we're, we're, of course, we're just we're just uh, making fun of this question because obviously there is no way to optimize for five hundred thousand search engines, even if there were five hundred thousand search <laughs> engines. But, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, unless you count like site searches on all the, everybody's like WordPress blogs, those could be search engines, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and then there'd be many, many millions, but yes. uh, billions, in fact. However, uh, yeah, let's say there are three to be focusing on. <laughs> Maybe yes, yes, and soon to be two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it would be Google, uh, Yahoo, and Bing, and of course, Bing and Yahoo making making love and getting together in a couple of years now, probably two years. And they're going to have the little Bing Who baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Bing, when I like to say. Yeah. But, but, but realistically, if you only have a limited amount of time, Google is what closes. It's just under 70% of all searches are on Google right now through the Google network. So if you really have a limited amount of time or you want to focus on one particular thing, you know, as much as it's nice to think of these other ones, right now Google is the big dog, and Google is where you should put most of your effort. Yeah, fortunately, it's all Google, 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 Google. I almost wish they changed their name just so I could say something different. I mean, I love them, <laughs> love them. I mean, I'm such an evangelist, it's sick, but it's just I'm so tired of just saying their name all the time. It will, it will, really will be interesting when Yahoo and Bing join forces. Um, and if you're not sure about how that's going to work, basically what's going to happen is Bing is going to be surging, serving the search results for Yahoo. So Yahoo won't have its own its own crawler and its own search results anymore. They'll be using Bing's. But what this does from a targeting perspective when you're thinking about SEO is now you have two sets of search results to target for. And automatically, Yahoo and Bing, each going from a small little percentage, now make one big chunk of about 30% of the search results. That's significant, and that's definitely worth taking some of that Google time and applying to, to the, the Bing Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got to wonder, though, I wonder how much uh, search share will be left when they finally merge. Yahoo, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm guessing just doing away at it. Yeah, I'm guessing about what it, everything. I think there's like five percent that's everything other than the big three right now, and it'll stay that way. Um, it, it fluctuates, but I think you can pretty much guess on it being single digits. Just well, no, stay I, in there. I was actually thinking about like Bing is actually chewing away at Yahoo's right now. So when they finally merge, there may not be much of Yahoo to merge with. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. I, I'm, I'm very. I'm almost proud of Bing because it's, it's so good to see Microsoft finally doing something right. Um, <laughs> and it's, they really are. That along with Windows 7 apparently being amazing, and that's coming. And, and yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, brought on I, did, I, I did see an ad the other day asking if I was ready to e- upgrade from XP, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
Batista? Oh, no, that's just this work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just some pretty interesting stuff going on. So, yeah, no, there are not 500,000 search engines, really. Just focus on three. Um, you only need to focus really on optimizing Google because why not? I mean, if you get a top ranking there, the other guys are, 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 are pittance. They're nice to get. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to forget about them, but Google, 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 Google. One little tidbit about that that I could throw in. If you are worried about optimizing for Google versus Yahoo versus Bing, um, not some. I haven't got a real solid footing on Bing yet, but I do know that if you look at the difference between Yahoo and Google – Yahoo or Google tends to rank a little bit more based on inbound links, and Yahoo tends to rank more a little bit based on content. So if if you are going to look at trying to 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 make a difference, but you know, and, and optimize for both of those major engines, that's one little tip that you can take: links for Google, content for Yahoo. But most of it's the same. Hmm, interesting. Okay, actually, and, and and Bing is one. I actually just finished uh, putting together a. Um, interview article with uh, quite a powerhouse of guys actually for the search marketing standard it's um, it's all about Bing what do these guys think of Bing and how to optimize for it and I got uh, Eric Inga uh, Stefan Spencer Danny Sullivan and Todd Friesen to do it nice and, uh, yeah so it's going to be really cool I mean it, it, they are, their questions were uh, or the answers were awesome as you expect nice. and uh, so that'll be really cool I must have missed that email sorry Ross <laughs> <laughs> I was only led for, and I was uh, <laughs> just teasing. Give, <laughs> um, it's it's gonna be pretty cool to to have that kind of stuff. Out. You know, it's interesting to see what some of these guys think. So, yeah. and I already know what you think. So, you know, I, I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, so, you know, the other one is how often do I need to submit? That was the other one that I, you you were mentioning there. It's just too funny. I mean, first of all. These days, you practically don't need to submit. No, pra- um, no practically about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, if you're out there and you don't have any links to your site, all right, I guess you submit. But really, there's a problem there already. Even if you do submit without linking, you're not going to get any rankings. So it doesn't matter if you submit or not at that point. <laughs> they know you're there, but yeah. they don't care. <laughs> no one's going to see you unless you're going for an extremely obscure term if it's really obscure then okay maybe but then there's no point because there's no searches so yeah. yeah get links links will get, lead the search engine straight to your site and then really that's the best way to get found so anyone who says that a big part of your package is getting your site submitted move on yep yeah, yeah. it's a dead giveaway that they don't know what they're doing well, they, they knew what they were doing six years ago, but that's the last time they looked. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and they don't read any of our articles, so you just dismiss them. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another one I like uh, is what software can I buy that will optimize my site? Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, do, do you have any affiliate links going right now we should should pimp there, Ross, or we just tell yeah. the truth? <laughs> Well, I would say web position, but no, they don't even operate anymore. They shut down their affiliate program, so I don't like them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, Google calls them out very by name in the in the Google guidelines as software not to use. So I kind of say don't use it because Google says specifically not to. So yeah, exactly. But that's just my not the fact I'm not making money on them. No, I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> just, just, just my opinion though. They they're probably helping some people with something. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, when it comes straight down to it, optimizing your site with something automated there's no way it can match the the intuitiveness of a person going onto a page and and optimizing because well it makes sense right you whatever you read 
has to be readable, and a machine doesn't understand what what is readable. I mean, not yet, anyway. Right. And even when it does, I don't think it can even match what we can do because you know. So, and, and, if you, <laughs> and if you and if you think about it, I've said this over and over again. There's there's you know three main portions of optimizing a site. You want to do your technology and your design. You want to optimize your content, and you want to optimize your, your marketing, your link building, and social stuff. And software may be able to handle a portion of that first one, but like like Ross said, they're not going to be able to read the content and understand it. They're not going to be able to really identify all the things you need to do for offsite marketing. There's just no way. When I when I do audits of sites, I look at you know I look at a couple hundred different um, points of analysis, and I'd say a good ten percent of those points of analysis are just to determine if there's a red flag where I need to dig deeper, and. You know, and when you dig deeper, it can be one of tons of different things if you have to. So there's, there's, there's not one piece of software that's going to do this for you. You know, that said, there are some some pieces of software that will give you um, heads up on things you need to look at that will actually go out and identify some of those red flags. Uh, <clears throat> but it's not going to optimize your site. It's just going to help you determine where to look. Yeah, and actually, I, I, I've got a list there. Unfortunately, web position is still there, but not as a suggested service, uh, service for uh, optimizing your site, mostly just for ranking, checking your rankings, which, again, Google doesn't like, just a note. But yes. it is one of the very few options out there, so it's noted. But uh, on Step Force, we have a recommended SEO tools page, which if you're interested, you can check out. It's got a few things that I, I do suggest, like OptiLink. I really like them. Have you tried them, John? I have not. What do they do? Um, OptiLink is part of Windrose software, and it's, it's great because it, it'll actually go around and check all your backlinks and, and using Yahoo's Site Explorer and download them all, and then it'll actually compile it, you know everything, uh, page ranks, how many inbound, outbound links. Um, it, it's a nice, detailed report, and I run it all the time when I'm working on a competitor analysis or even just uh, when I get start getting in-depth in, in um, uh, a site audit because, frankly, there's a lot of off-site um, details you can get out of it, and uh, there is a link on the site there for that. And I, I recommend that. That is a good program. Yes. And uh, to be completely clear, yes, I do have an affiliate link. However, I also use it all the time. So <laughs> it's just a nice benefit. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you if you really need to rely on software for SEO, there's really two categories of software that I think really help SEOs out a lot. One category would be software to help you analyze your site. So things like keyword research software, um, link analysis software, even something like you're talking about that will do a top-level analysis to see if there's any red flags where you need to dig deeper. That's one category. A lot of tools that can help you do your analysis. The other category of software is really um, more about analytics and tracking results, you know, and I'm not just talking about, you know, like web position that, that looks up your rankings. There's a lot of different things that can be considered, you know, metrics for results in, in um, SEO. So those are, if you're going to get some software, there's not going to be anything that's going to do the work for you, but there's a lot that will help you do the work and then determine the value of the work you did. Yeah. And, and I do know those programs that have tried to do it all. And the fact is they don't have a team that can keep up to date with everything. So I do find it more important to get one tool that does one thing really, really well. And, and that's just to, just to aid you in getting the details so you don't have to do all the grind of compiling all the data. That's the only thing we ever use um, automated tools for. That's it. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to answer a few more questions from our list here. SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. LPO, Landing Page Optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Before the break, we were discussing uh, uh, every every number of, of questions. Uh, in this case, it was uh, recommended SEO tools, that kind of stuff, and really how to um, simplify some of the research you do. Uh, but, you know, we've got a few, quite a few other questions here, so why don't we move okay. on? I know. What's t- your next one? How, did, how long did it take you to come up with these, Ross? This is a pretty extensive list of everything I've ever heard a client ask. <laughs> Actually, I, I went around to sites, quite honestly, to do it quickly. I, I just yeah. typed in top questions, and this is good. They came together quite well. Nice. Uh, let's see. Looking, there's so many to choose from here. Um, let's go to that very last one because that's always a fun topic to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is unethical SEO? Wow. Um, so, so, so I'm gonna throw it at you, Ross. What's uh, what is unethical SEO? <laughs> okay, I, I, it's funny how everyone seems to have a different answer to this, unless you're schooled um, in some sort of. Uh, I'll, I'll bite my tongue there, but anyways, <laughs> unethical SEO essentially is um, anything that games the search engine to deliver a result. In my opinion, deliver a result that's un. That, first of all, a, a perfectly clear unethical SEO is trying to get a ranking that doesn't match the content on your page. You know, that's about as black hat as it gets. Um, then I would say there's all these different stages, right? The other one is to um, try and beat out your competitor for a ranking by using um, nefarious 
attack techniques like spam where you're um, you're putting hidden text in, but you're using it in a way that Google currently hasn't caught. You know, <laughs> between that and oh my god, it is such a big list, isn't it? Um, there's there's a ton of individual things you could say are unethical. Unethical, I think. I, I like to when people ask me that question, I tend to be a little bit more top level and philosophical. And there's really for for me, there's two different things that can be debated and and that would be a fun debate sometime but um two things to look at when you're thinking about unethical seo one is seo that goes against what google wants or the engines want um a lot of people say that is completely unethical and there's a big argument about whether it's unethical or not there the other is about your clients or your i mean if it's your own personal site it's a whole different category because you're you're only dealing with your own stuff but if you're dealing with clients um being ethical is you know know, pretty much anything that has to do with standard business ethics and you know are you protecting your clients interests are you doing what's best you know to for them without putting them at risk type of thing to me there's a lot of seo out there that's unethical that that just basically because it puts their clients at risk and either and people say, well, if you tell your client, it's their responsibility. No, it's not because the client really doesn't have as big or as detailed of knowledge about what's actually happening as you do. So it's your job to educate them. And if they still want to do it, you know, my opinion would be to send them somewhere else um, once they've been educated. But you know, if you're looking out for your client's best interests, oh, it could be something like you know we just talked about these people that that promise to submit their sites to 500,000 search engines. In my mind, that is unethical because it's a bait and switch, or you're charging them for something that you really can't do. You know, misrepresentation in a way. Exactly. So, so yeah. in my mind, ethics is really about your client and your relationship with your client, and it would be the same ethics that would stand up in any business business relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Well put. Well, and and I, I agree that, you know, from a top level, that's exactly what it is. I think I was getting too detailed. But um, when it comes down to anything, like back, you know, doing this, you know, we've both been doing this close to 13 years now or around 13 years. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when I started out, ethics was a very shady area. I mean, you couldn't even talk about it back then. You had to, if you wanted to mention ethics, you had to say, and I quote, the E word. If you if you if you're on a forum typing about something you couldn't say ethics you would get jumped on so fast, but you have to go like the e word, and then they like slide <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, those days it was all about just getting the rankings. I don't really cared about that. I mean, some did. There's there's always to some people, but um, and, and anyways, what I found is you know, in the times when I did things that were I look back on now and I'm not very proud of, I think of how I felt at the end of the day. You know the clients get results. Don't get me wrong, and 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 all that. But and at the time, there were people weren't being jumped on in terms of rankings. You know, Google wasn't finding out because Google wasn't around. It was InfoSeek, which was about as dumb as it gets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so at, at that time, when uh, I I just I got nervous. I couldn't sleep as well. I didn't feel as good about what I was providing too because I knew it was just. All it took was one simple change, and all of a sudden, my client rankings would be down, and then I'd be frantic and figuring out. Now, everything we do is 100% ethical because we need to make sure. Because ethical will mean you got a ranking in the long run. Um, if you're trying anything out that is a little less ethical, well, <laughs> from a business standpoint, you're doing more work. Because when things do change, you're going to have to go back and redo things. Um, and 
it doesn't make sense because the the way to get a top ranking these days um, involves being as ethical as you can because it's good content. If you get good content, it's going to stick. You know that's very basic, but it's it's, it's true. Um, you just got to make sure that, that content is nested in a really clear um, description of what the content's about, and it's backed up by links. About as basic as it gets. Yeah, there, there's an old saying, and I haven't heard it for a while yet, so I don't know if people just haven't been saying it or what, but there's an old saying that if you're wondering whether what you're doing is ethical or not, ask yourself, would you do the same thing to your website if the search engines were not there? So if you weren't looking at it from a search engine perspective, would you do that to your site? And that's a good place to start to, start to determine whether it's an ethical thing to do or not. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, one thing you mentioned there was, uh, you know, whatever that Google doesn't want, don't do. You know, essentially, whatever the search engines say, I'm starting to disagree with that more and more every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That, that one, that one's definitely up for debate, and you'll find people in the industry on both sides of that. You know, I know there's some people. Um, Doug Heal, who runs the uh, Help You Forums, is super duper white hat, and he'll tell you if the engines say it, it's law, and you have to do it that way, or you're being unethical. Some people yeah. go that far. Some people say the other was the other side, where the search engines don't you know don't own me. I can do what I want. If they can't figure out what I'm doing, it's their own their own issue. So there's both sides of that debate. Um, again, for me, it comes back down to the client. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's always priority. If it's something that's going to be risky to the client, that's another thing entirely. But if it's something that doesn't really have teeth, but they say, like, for example, um, you know, they were saying the no follow tag, don't use it, don't do it, you know, all these sort of things. And, and yet it was still working in a lot of ways. Um, there were changes, but it's still working. And I'm not going to get into that. But yeah. the, the fact was, there were elements where it still works. Well, I'm not going to just going to strip it out because they told me to. Yeah, and as long as it still works and it's not going to harm any client, <laughs> I'm going to keep using it. Right. Um, it just, just doesn't seem a reason not to. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I don't want to be that fanatical about following everything they say. Right, and they are going to put some some spin on what they say because they have business processes and business objectives themselves, and they're going to try to influence them the best they can. And they know that people are following every word they say and so why not <laughs> you know, they can just that's true make everything they want done every every site to get ranked in google has to have a picture of a yellow duck in the bottom left hand corner <laughs> <laughs> from now on oh that would be great i would love to see that, that was <laughs> i was i was going to do an april fool spoof one time about um sympathy rank i was going to come up with this whole thing about sympathy rank that google just announced sympathy rank that if your site has flashing graphics it looks like it was built in 1992 you know you get extra boosted in your rankings because of it <laughs> but they could do that <laughs> if they wanted to they could do that oh, told me one that's a good one <laughs> yeah that's oh, all right. Our listeners wouldn't fall for that anyway. That's it's true. the others that would. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a uh, a good one too. I think. Um, oh, she! I just jumped around there. There's a few good ones, but I got penalized by Google, and I'm losing tons of money because my site dropped. How can I fix this? Loaded question. No doubt. Um, <laughs> wow. It really, 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 really depends on why you got dropped. It can be something as simple as a mistake that a coder made or designer made that that you fix the mistake quickly and you're just right back in the results. You could have done something that we discussed a little minute ago that might have been a little unethical or or dark-hatted, so to speak, and you may have some kind of penalty, which takes a lot more work to take care of. I mean, it really depends on your issue. Yeah, I agree. Well, and before I get into my answer for that, we're just going to take a quick break and get back. I'll, I'll touch on that. <laughs> 
SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. If yes, yo, pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Press this. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were discussing uh, this question. I got penalized by Google, and I'm losing tons of money because my site dropped. How can I fix this? And John just uh, just answered the question from his perspective, and I, and I agree. There's, there's just so many different ways of answering that depending on what, well, what it was that – that resulted in that penalty. Um, from my perspective, and I guess this is self-serving, but it's true. You need to talk to someone who knows what they're doing to help you out. If you don't instantly know, that is. If you don't know, okay, yeah, I did some keyword stuffing. I'm, I'm being caught. How can I fix this? Um, it's almost two questions, really, isn't it, John? I mean, really. It is. Yeah. How did I get penalized? And then, okay, now, how can I fix this? And, and in general, just fix it change your site, fix it, and 
Well, um, you know, submit your site for re, um, reconsideration through Google Webmaster Tools. Um, you can do that. I, I don't know how many people have found that really working well. Uh, I know that it does work. I have heard of some people, but I just don't yeah. know whether or not it's always working. Um, that might help. Uh, interesting, interesting thing to note there that, that if you do that with Yahoo, um, and this may have changed because I, I haven't done it in a couple of years for anybody, but Yahoo only gives you one chance. So if, if you're going to resubmit your site after a penalty, you better have it fixed because you only get one chance to resubmit. And if you if you missed it or you fixed the wrong thing and it's not what you were penalized for, that's it. You're done. You know, that makes sense because really these guys don't have so much time. And that's Yahoo. they got more time than Google does. So <laughs> Google guys are not going to have much patience. But then, but then again, we've got Bing who moved point in a year. So, but, but if you're facing that right now, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a hunch Bing is going to be a little better for at least for the short term because they want as many people as they can in there as long as they do have good content. If you do fix it or you at least appear to be making an attempt to fix it, I think maybe Bing who might be you know a little better for that. So. Now, now, one of the great things Google is doing in this situation is if you have a Webmaster Tools account set up for your site, a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times they will actually send you a message in your Webmaster Tools telling you that you have this problem, fix this problem. Um, it can be something as simple as um, they've got a, an infinite redirect loop on your site, and because of that infinite redirect loop, you know they're having to drop your pages. But they'll go, they'll come in and tell you that they may say, um, "We saw that you were doing this on this page, and you need, you need to fix it." I haven't seen many of these things come through, but they will do that from time to time. Yeah, no, I agree. And and the one thing that um, I was talking to uh, was it Alessandro. Hmm. Shoot, I can't remember his name, but he was uh, one of the engineers at uh, Bing when I was at the S- SMX or no Search Engine Strategies, pardon me. And jeez, uh, shot someone there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it, it was interesting because he really did want to make a, a, a improvements on the Bing. Um, webmaster tools section essentially using the SEO toolkit and you know I definitely had some different opinions on it but um, one thing I did push was for them to actually mail everyone when something happens like for example not everyone but say your site is listed if there's any issue with your site they should let you know you don't shouldn't have to go and visit it and I think I've covered this before but it just it frustrates me you know, yeah. why don't we just let you know it's just it's good for them it's good for everyone and it's easy to send an email I'll have to double check this but I believe in the Google ones they, you can actually get an RSS feed to your messages. So if you're, if you're using RSS, they, they, they will push it to you, but I don't think they're doing the email thing. Still, that's weak. You know, there's so yeah. many people out there that don't even know what RSS is still. I mean, that's, that's true. Um, Very true. It's got to be simple, and an email just makes sense. Yeah. So just, just back to the point that this is actually two different questions. And I think we just want to make it clear, you really have to know the answer to the first one before you can even attempt to answer the second one. You have to know what is wrong with your site before you can even start talking about how to fix it. Um, I've seen everything from some designer accidentally left a robot's meta tag blocking search engine access to the site, and the site started dropping out, and nobody knew why. And then we looked at the robot's meta tag, and it's because they weren't letting the search engines in. As soon as they removed it, pages came back. So it's as simple as that all the way up to, like like Ross said, you're stuffing, you're doing deliberate black hat techniques that if you get banned, you probably knew why to begin with. But you got to know why before you can know how to fix it, how to fix it. Yeah, and if you see your, your Google page rank drop a bit, 
don't don't freak out. You know, if you, if you don't see your results changing, just hold on. You know, unless again, you know, you did something wrong, and then that's a good sign. Maybe get a little canary in the coal mine. But yeah. if you haven't done anything wrong, well, just don't worry about it. I mean, do you feel the same way, John? I mean, I know there's certain circumstances, maybe, but uh, seems- the main thing I use PageRank for is an indicator. If all of a sudden there's a massive change in page rank, then something happened, and now I need to go dig and see what happened. Um, I don't use it as a as a measurement or a metric at all anymore. Um, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I, I find it it's useful to, to just get a, a feel for what's happening and what's changing, but that's about it. Um, man, I can't believe we've only touched on a few questions and already almost at our 30, well, just past our 30-minute mark. <laughs> so... Uh, this is cool. We've got lots to go on for the next episodes. And, and you know, uh, like I say, please send in your questions. We'd love to help you guys out. And it's good for everyone. It keeps us busy and interested. And John and I don't have to go, oh, God, what's today's episode? <laughs> we will anyway. You know that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. But then we have a fallback. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we've got this master list here. And, and uh, we've got plenty to talk about here. So, um uh, well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, we would like to uh, thank you. And, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter. Uh, John, yours is at John Carcutt. Correct. And Carcutt spelled C-A-R-C-U-T-T, so everyone knows. And mine is at Ross Dunn. And, uh, you know, don't miss uh, this coming uh, Monday. Well, of course, our shows are always on at 2 p.m. Pacific 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. So uh, please check out for the live, the live show and uh, yeah. tune in. Well, I know, I know that I try to be on um, the chat room, Webmaster Radio chat room, if I can during the, the broadcast time. Um, so I know there's a lot of people coming in at the chat room. So jump in there too if you got questions during the broadcast. Wow, that's really, that's really good. I should try doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys and have a great week. saving for the future but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary we combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing we call it save vesting and it's only available in our new app stairs stairs offers four to six percent returns no fees and you can withdraw anytime do your future a favor visit stairsapp.com today